When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Forever! Dog! Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Mateo Dorn. The second half of this movie is wild. Gaddis McFadden. Marana Sartais Ailfrey <laughs> Woodrard You did not have to make that Didn't weird. have time, yeah <laughs> James Cromwell Oh Aleche Crige That was already an easy one to make Casting B <laughs> Alright uh, And we're back We're back with the second half of First Contact we're back with the second half of First Contact. Second Contact of First Contact. Which we have renamed First Contact. Could you do an echo on my voice? Is that easy to do? The right thirst? Now. You're like, I'll do it later. Cool. First Contact. Tack, 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 tack. Um, Veronica watched the rest of the movie. Yeah, I did. Oh, Herman Zimmerman. Oh, he's in it? Did, did the production... Design. I thought that was Hans Zimmer's relative, but it's right. not. It's different. It's um, George Zimmerman's. <laughs> stand your ground. That was the production design for the whole thing. We got to oh, stand no. our ground. <laughs> oh no! People, people were like, "Hey, can we change this?" And he's like, "I'm gonna stand my ground on this one." The rocket takes off, and I don't care what would actually happen. These people are gonna stand right next to the rocket taking off and not get blown away by rocket exhaust. I'm standing my ground. Um. Directed by Jonathan Frakes. Jonathan Frakes. I hadn't even realized we that. We had not realized that. We did. My mom's talking to me. No research. Is your mom talking to you with like a Borg implant? Yeah. She likes my hair. Eat good foods. I hope your stomach feels better. Something about little shoes. Pastilla. Oh. Phil. I thought you said zapatilla. <laughs> My mom always is like. like I gave her these glasses. It's a whole meal plan that your mom puts out. Oh my god. Your mom's like Gwyneth Paltrow. With, she's like gooping you. She's like, remember your gut health, babe. Shove a crystal up your ass. She is. She's gooping me. Because I told her. I don't feel good. Uh, so that's Marco Polo. It's an app where you can send videos and then they just stay there. Marco Polo, a uh, proud Sponsor of Proud Treks sponsor in the City. of Treks in the City. Not under contract. <clears throat> Not yet, anyway. Uh, um, so let's do it. Let's do the second half. This is like, it gets it gets juicier. Juicy. Juice. It gets very juicy. We're at minute 50. Yeah. We're at minute 50. Yeah. So we were at the uh, holodeck. So she's like, 
I don't know why Guinan is not around, but she's like the Guinan, like the consciousness of Picard. Mm-hmm. Which that's a trope, right? Like the a black woman representing the the mm-hmm. conscience, sort of the Dominique Cricket, mm, magical Negro esque yeah. moment. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, so yeah, but Elsa Woodard does-, does a great job. I'm yeah. glad she's here. And uh, yeah, she's great. And it's always also good to have that human perspective the the mark twain of it all the modern it's better than mark twain because mark twain was very annoying yeah but this guy imagine if mark twain was there get me off the ship it's it's too he's too confused to birdie i re-listened to birdie i re-listened oh by the way last night after we paused um we looked at pictures of naked owls and naked birds (laughs) that people have naked parrots people have naked parrots and um they make little sweaters for them. They're like, it's a disease some yeah. birds get. It's a disease some birds get. The disease of uh, exhibitionism mm-hmm. is what it is. Fucking Just, freaks. It's kind of my disease. Mm, if yeah. I could do it yeah. more, that would be great. Yeah. I would knit you a little sweater. Thank you. So, uh, meanwhile, Picard shoots a couple of these guys with a Tommy gun, and then he's like... I got to get this computer out of their butt. And he gets it. And he's like, look what they're doing. They're trying to establish communication with the Borg and the other part of in the other timeline. And everybody's like, what? And he's like, don't worry. I got it pretty much. Right. These That's Borg what look pretty rough, too. Like the entire look of mm-hmm. the Borg here is just like, yeah, they, they they're start, scary. This, yeah, they started sweating or something. Now. Yeah, they're very moist. They're glistening. Yes, and the beginning actually that's interesting because he says the reason that he notices the Borg are on the ship is that they changed the climate controls. So I guess it's always hot where the Borg are. the The Borg really like a they like a hot room. They run really cold. So disgusting. So they run the temperature already. Like you know, it's uh, disgusting to me. The parts where like there's some machine attached mm-hmm. to skin, mm-hmm. like those unions. Mm-hmm. To me, they're like fully uh, infected yeah in, exact i think about that all the time I'm like you're always getting infections you're an infected person so why would you want it how you want it to be cold you're just having li- eliminate swelling but i guess they don't have their own i don't know they're just like let me like help it fester or something yeah i like, don't know machines need ventilations and human i think that would be the biggest rot. hurdle yeah i don't know I don't know why the temperature is so hot. What's yeah. the point of this? I don't understand the scientific explanation of of that. That makes no sense. And it does feel like you have to sometimes. A Borg is a walking ear piercing. Yeah, a Borg is basically a person with multiple piercings, which they do have a name for. Like people who have lots of like, there's like a type of nerd called a cyborg, I think. Okay. This is something I'm a little out of my depth, but I remember from my Silicon Valley days, there's something like a a cyborg person, which is like somebody. Oh, I think, I think Anna's gonna Google it. Nope, she's not. Okay, Anna, <laughs> she just her- pulled up a window, and I, I felt it. <laughs> um, what is it? Why being the world's only cyborg? Is it hard for him? It's uh, permanent adjustments to your body, like little, uh-huh. like little magnets in your fingers, right? And like chips in your yeah. hands and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So they do that in Sweden. What's it called? Well, I guess it's not permanent. It's permanent um, in- installs in your body. Why be- so that guy has a real Whoa. light on his head? It's an antenna. It's an antenna. Well, that's good. I'm glad it's not just a light. That'd be stupid. It helps him perceive colors. Okay. Somehow. That's nice. So it's like a Geordie LaForge situation, but way less hot somehow. Yeah, so there's a cyborg guy, and, you know, surprise, he's got a bowl cut. Uh, I do want to watch this scene where Sam Cochran runs away. Because he's too nervous to be a to be a statue. Okay, it took me way too long to find first contact in the fandom in the Wikia app. Yeah, the Wikia app could use some next gen. I feel like it's just like because it's all the different series you have to you have to sift through first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. I wish there were separate apps so I would just download the next gen fandom and not the rest of them. Ooh, like. All right, so Jordy is talking to um, Sam Cochran, aka. What's the actor that plays him? God damn it, I already forgot. I don't know. You seem to have known it for no, yesterday. I wish James I had Cromwell. a picture of this. What? Did oh, we already see, see this? B- Barkley? In the future, this whole area becomes an historical monument. You're standing almost on the exact spot where your statue's going to be. Statue? Oh, yeah. It's marble. Uh, about 20 meters tall. 
and you're looking up at the sky and your hands sort of reaching toward the future. I gotta take a leak. Leak? Is your classic like fallen hero? Never meet your Don't heroes. You from the 24th century ever pee? League. I get it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. He's like, Excuse me. Commander? This is funny. These two women come up and they're like, can you check out these clipboards? <laughs> Where were these ladies? They look cool. Did they beam down with them? I don't remember them. Um, so the guy's like, I'm a pee. And the phrase take a leak is gone. Like, we don't have, we don't know. Nobody knows what that means. Take a leak. That is gone from the lexicon. Other phrases have survived, but for some reason, take a leak. Nobody in the 24th Surprising century knows Surprising sentences what that means. have yeah, survived. It's strange. Yeah. Uh, we do know what Shakespeare is, but we do not know what take a leak means. I'm always surprised that Picard can quote books from memory. Yeah. I'm just like, well, of course you're Moby the Dick. Yeah, I know. Two? Okay. Well, there's a lot of quotables in that book. Okay. Anyway, okay. So anyway, um, but later on, he like runs away. Like, I thought he was literally going to go pee. Yeah. He just leaves. <laughs> and then they're chasing him down later, so we'll go to that scene. Everything is sexy. Uh, we do want to see another scene. Yeah, with we do. Them this is what out. I want. Okay. I don't want to skip around too much. Because the while that's going on down on Earth, Picard and What is going on down Ensign, on Earth? Ensign the thing with him going to take a leak. They're trying to convince him that everything is true. Well, they are they've already convinced him he's helping. Okay. But He's getting freaked out because he's like, I don't want to be a statue, yeah. <laughs> which is like a tenuous reason for him not to. It's pretty annoying because you're like, well, but I'm here now <laughs> and I'm hungry. Also, and people are like, but you're a statue. <laughs> I know. But like if you're like the whole reason you don't want to save humanity is because you don't want to be a statue. Can't you just be like, hey, could you try to take down my statue when you get to the 24th century and tell them that you met me? Right. Like, okay, I'll still do the thing where everybody's okay, but can you just please? Can you take the statue away or like make a funnier plaque? I don't know. Just like get over yourself. It's the most egotistical, but that's you know men for you. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, Picard and uh, Reich, Picard and Worf, Worf and uh, Ensign, we'll call him, and Ensign Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Uh, have to go um, do a fucking cool ass magnetic spacewalk on the outside of the ship, which is one of the only times we get to see how big the Enterprise is. Because we have the windows. We don't really know how big windows yeah, it's are. It's pretty amazing. So we get to see, and it's so fun. I loved it. So you get to see them walk across the hall. And I don't remember why they have to do that. And their spacesuits are pretty epic, too. I uh, just, yeah. They're gorgeous. Well, I will say this I think a round helmet, like a round glass, is probably more. Uh, durable in terms of breaking because it's just more of a solid like physics wise more of a then it's harder to break than a square yeah made of glass but that's how they do it now right yeah and i think that yeah i think that stayed that way i mean in ad astra that's everybody's had a round helmet it just had sunglasses on right and that ad astra as you all know my favorite movie (laughs) with brad pitt Ugh, i love just a broken dad narrative (laughs) So, um, hey, at least he's facing his demons, you know? Yeah, it's true. There's not a day goes by that I'm not grateful for that. So meanwhile... This entire thing is disgusting. I keep thinking of infections. Tell me, are you using a polymer-based neural relay to transmit the organic nerve impulses to the central processor of my positronic net? You wish. If that is the case... How have you solved the problem of increased signal degradation inherent to organosynthetic transmission? That sounds like an Android pickup line. Is he reading? Yeah. Not always. I would read that. I'd be like, please, come on. Why do you insist on utilizing this primitive linguistic communication? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Android brain (laughs) is capable of so much more. She's saying, show, don't tell. I'm endeavoring to become more human. Human. We used to be exactly like them. Flawed. Weak. Organic. But we evolved to include the synthetic. Now we use both to attain perfection. She's so good. Your goal should be the same as ours. Like that voice? Believing oneself to be perfect is often the sign of a delusional mind. 
small words from a small being trying to attack what he doesn't understand. I understand that you have no real interest in me, that your goal is to obtain the encryption codes for the Enterprise computer. I've said that to so many that boyfriends. That is one of our goals. One of many. But in order to reach it, I'm willing to help you reach yours. So the sound you're hearing now the is sound, an action scene. The sound designers were like, we'll, we'll, "Let me let's lure them in to turn the, the volume up with little <laughs> whispers, and then um, we will blast their ears." Data gets hurt on his skin part, <laughs> which has gotta hurt because he just got that skin. Clear to you that hair it, is on your forearm. Standing there, I love her little like how her suit is just like. Yeah, Cl- if, like if it's it clawing her skin. It's a look. It's a whole mood. I, I am simply imitating the behavior. Like I have a red carpet, and I, yeah, I call it a special effect makeup designer. I would definitely to claw. Yeah, late, like latex. You're like, like Timothy thing. Chalamet. Game on. Game on. Bitch. Game on. You wear a harness. Guess what? I pierced my outfit onto myself, <laughs> and I didn't use anesthesia. So, so. I am in pain. I'm over him. I'm over. Is that bad that I'm over Timothy Chalamet? Absolutely not. Okay, great. I think he's meant to get over quickly because he's too small. (laughs) Like, I feel like you're going to. Here's the deal. I feel like if you meet Timothy Chalamet in person, he is four inches tall. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, not like, oh, he's a really short guy. Like, literally, he's the size of a ruler. Right. And you're like, oh, my God, he's a he's a pocket. He's a. Like he's from the forest, you know what I mean? And he's a little like a like, little wow. fairy. So they used so many effects, you know, in his movies, like the reverse Hobbit effect to get him to be the same size right, 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 as right. Ronan Shor- uh, Ronan, Shorsha in Lady Bird, for instance. Right. It's so, a lot of perspective. He's very like I feel like uh, I want him to fit in between cracks of things. Exactly. Just be like, yeah, steal that car for me. Like he, you know, keeps his shoes in a little matchbox. He, um, he's been eating one carrot for like four years. For his people, he's very big. Mm -hmm. Right. But But he's a big star. Right. You know, for us, he's big. I mean, he makes real big, regular size money. Big presence. Yeah. You know, regular people. That's the checks are the same size. Just for him, every check he gets, it's like he won. (laughs) It's like he made it. He's got a huge donation. (laughs) Let me look for him. I do this. Try to find out, see a picture that proves that he's not six six inches okay, tall. Okay, let's see. I think, like, also he is just... Um, Julio Torres tweeted something like, beware gaze of Timothy Chalamet. He's not gay. He's, like, the straight in disguise. The right. straight that fools them all. He feel, It feels like an, a straight man appropriating femme. <laughs> he totally appropriated, male. like, female and mm-hmm. gay energy. Yeah. <laughs> And just like Adam Driver, this has been like a, a study on like uh, the quirkiness of men and sort of why it's irritating. Is he fun? He looks fun. If he's, if he can fit in my pocket. He looks so French. Ugh. Yeah. I don't like guys with pointy faces. I think that's what, that's the problem. However, it's not put a blonde fault. wig on him and give him a bow and arrow. Then we'll see. Then we can talk. He's elfish. That's what he should do. Yeah. He should be an elf. I don't know why we haven't had a a spinoff movie just about the elves. Right? They're so hot. And peaceful. Like, I watch that. Yeah. It's just kind of like, they're just like floating around the forest and then they talk to like a a being. Or maybe a series. There's no plot, but it's just like a lot of peace. I watch that. That's what I want. It's like like an elf show about nothing. (laughs) Yeah. That wouldn't you like a, think that would be health. a hit? <laughs> it's elves pitching the show. They're like, "Well, what happens? You know, nothing." It's kind of like watching so someone play, an invasion? play The Sims. No, no, you're just watching no. them move about. We just make some of that lavath bread or whatever it's called. Yeah, super. It's like their power bar. Yeah, All he's right. he's too little. It's a problem. Back to this bitch. Now you're learning how to lie. My programming was not designed process these sensations. That's what she said. Tear the skin from your limb as you would a defective circuit. Go ahead, Dana. We won't stop you. 
a little bit I'm like, why? Why does she want him to tear the skin? I don't know. Yeah, I don't really understand that. Do it. Don't be tempted by flesh. And then he's like, hey, wait, why am I doing this? Her eyes are so creepy. I'm familiar with physical forms of pleasure. Here we go. I love her acting choices. She's great. Referring to sexuality. Woohoo! Yes. Remember, it's like 89 degrees. Programmed in multiple techniques. How long has it been since you've used it? He's full blown already hers. Seven months, 16 days, four minutes, 20. Yeah, because the emotion chip is activated. Yuck. Yuck. Two sweaty so makeup. Two doies. Two. This is acting. Ew. <laughs> yeah, all I can think about is the makeup and how it smells. Give her an award for kissing so, Brent Spiner. Here, let's do some. Ugh, yuck. Yuck. Ew, that's. You're a data person. I know. I'm not. This is. It's. I'm like. I know. I'm everyone... a data person too, but I do think that's gross because it's just full on. It's too it's good of resolution so you can see the makeup. No right. It looks as if they're building the beacon right on top of the particle. Why are they with this third all idiot? The transponder rods are in place, so that somebody can die. Activated. Well, if we set our phasers to full power, we No, can... there's a risk that we'd hit the dish. It's charged with antiprotons. We could destroy half the ship. We have to find another way. I love that this second part is about Picard's. Like, the entire film is kind of about Picard's um, thirst for vengeance. Mm -hmm. Like disguised as yeah. as Picard just being Picard. Mm -hmm. And that's so like that's interesting. That's like a Is there any other plot lines like that in TNG? Like Yeah, well I feel like every time the Borg comes I mean like the uh the cute the Locutus I Borg episode is kind of like that. Because everybody on board the ship is is eventually like, we shouldn't give this guy a virus because He's a real dude, and it's Hugh. bad. And he and Picard's the last holdout. Yeah, so but he he still is like because he wants vengeance. That's why he wants to destroy the yeah. It's yeah, he wants he wants to badly, so he can't see. Yeah. It's true. It's true. But uh, it's good when he in fails this case like this. he's endangering the whole ship in in the yeah. But he um mm -hmm. we don't need to watch this scene in live because it's very visual, but it's fun to watch if you haven't seen First Contact, the scene in which. Uh, they do a spacewalk, and then the, <laughs> he's like, "Hey, uh, Worf, do you know hand-to-hand -hand space zero gravity combat?" And Worf is like, "I barfed in my suit," and so Worf is not excited to do this, even though Worf loves to hit things. Um, and then you do get a chance to see Worf hit things, and and his, I love that he's here with Picard, and they're working together because then it. later there's like this confrontation between them. Yeah, that's so, yeah. Like, this is a very harsh. I feel like well this is one of one narrative in which I've seen them use, like the use Worf really well you know yeah they haven't and his makeup is fancy in this his movie his makeup is fancy he's just like extra ridges or they're put gave him a couple extra ridges gave him a couple extra you know shades of like yeah representing the facets of uh, of character that he maybe he's given. grown through his like mm -hmm. uh, defiant mm -hmm. uh, era mm. his ridges have been like He's like acquiring new. Do you think that's what it happens? The you ridges. Know the, you know what they say when a Klingon gets more face ridges. He's get more dick ridges. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly that. I can't believe I made you blush with that. The, <laughs> that's it's just amazing. like the dick stays the same, but the ridges keep yeah getting. It's complicated. Yeah. Oh, and I wish somebody would ask Worf about that because he would definitely explain it. That's what we have to do. We have to go to a convention and be like, "What's." No, no, I think Worf, What's I don't Worf think Michael like? Dorn would say it, but I think that Worf in character would say oh, it. Somebody's okay. like, so you got more face ridges. He'd be like, that's right, also. And somebody'd be like, Worf, 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 Worf. <laughs> we have more to talk and about. And you know, what else? <laughs> that means. Um, and he would do that little cute little snarl thing that he does. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have... A terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. 
You are not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. So what happens up here? Well, they... It's all visual. They hit a bunch of Borg. They eventually have to turn these locks and uh, Ensign Jeff, it's not Ensign, he's probably like higher up than an Ensign, but he's too weak to do it. So a Borg comes up and um, just absolutely laters him and mm-hmm. then assimilates him. Somehow they can assimilate a guy in space, like in zero G, which is incredible. And in seconds. Mm-hmm. In like no time. Yeah. Well, probably because Jeff was so weak. They shouldn't have brought Jeff. But that aside, they... Are successful in launching the like well that's Starfleet regulation. Oops. You always have Sorry, to guys. like uh you always have to do uh a party. Every time you do like a what do you call a boarding party? Um uh, an away team. An away team, you have to you have to bring by law one, bring one weak link. Bring one weak link. Yeah. To, like, Who's gonna be the to, shitty guy? To throw. Yeah. And then um, nobody ever volunteers for that. So they just kinda ask them and the guy's like, fuck. They're commanded. If you're a non- essential crew member on this show and you get asked to do an away team you immediately send letters home yeah you're you, like okay well you have to mark for me <laughs> i love you guys i really miss you this this is your dad if you're seeing this um you're four years old and i told my wife not to show this to you until you turn four and for some reason four doesn't make any sense maybe in the future four-year-olds can understand videos of their dead parents. And just know that just because your dad was disposable, it doesn't mean he didn't love you. That you will be. That yeah, just because I was disposable doesn't mean you won't be. You you'll won't be, be disposable. disposable. You could be bridge crew as well. Um, so they are successful, and they fucking launch that disc thing, which is. <laughs> Veronica's asked me to open her kombucha. As per her mother. They launch this thing into space. Assimilated. And they shoot it. And then... How did they do that? Uh, well, because they, looks they have... so good as a, as a, as a like, 90s As a regular person. pilot, dude? Yeah. I almost just asked you to open it. <laughs> Is that funny? It's, there you go. You're the one who lifts weight. I do lift weight. A singular weight. <laughs> all the time. A singular weight that has 80 pounds. I move it around. Pounds. It's at the gym right now. Nobody can touch it. I just move it around every once in a while. Like where'd that weight go? Got to get Alice Wetterlin in here. So this guy finally gets in his blue suit. Wait, but I want to see the thing where oh they haven't finished. We see that disc, which is like part of the. I guess it's sort of like a beacon, a beacon that they're gonna send to the Borg in the other timeline. That's what we'll call it, a beacon. So they successfully get the beacon dislodged. Let's see how Worf destroys it because I know that's what I was like trying such, to find. He's such a badass in this, but I can't. And he stands up to Picard like for real. So the beacon's floating away. <laughs> Assimilate this. Yeah! Sassy. Great. So great. Could Picard hear that? Yeah, I think he could. All right. Everybody's pumped. Everybody's super pumped and excited. Meanwhile, Data's still making out with that lady. Down on Earth, uh, the sounds, everybody's the really pumped. The is very Star Wars-y. It I is. noticed that. It's like it's a George Zimmerman influence. Just kidding. This is very um, Star Warsy in general. Like the Jonathan Frakes is great. Huge surprise coming from you. No, I'm, big, I'm always big, huge. Into... Huge take. Hot, crazy thing to say. Jonathan so, Frakes rules. So they are about to launch this um, this. Uh, rocket into space mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they don't know that on board the Enterprise they're battling the board because they've yeah. lost communication the whole time. Right. They also um, don't know well I don't know why well why Troy is still working with this guy after he sexually he attempted to sexually assault her but that aside uh, which is how our society I guess deals with it still in the 24th century um, not a surprise to me 
Uh, well, but imagine like if you go to medieval times and you have to go on a mission mm-hmm. as a female officer, mm-hmm. just pretend like you're just like a commoner or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Tough. You'd be like, all right, I guess I'll get through like four rapes right. and like right. syphilis. Right. And then. Yeah, you'd have to just deal with it. <laughs> so that's maybe what they're doing. But that that does also still mean that in 2063, post-World War World War Three, we still are chill with sexual assault. It's horrible. In the workplace. Yeah. Um. So the. uh. The rocket takes off. Everything's uh-huh. fine. Um, at this, this is sort of the way that Sam Cromwell becomes okay with being a statue, future statue, is that he goes to space and he's like, "Wow, it is cool. Space r- does rule very much." So when, like, in the sixties, we already had discovered that, like, a hundred years later. Yeah, and and but you know how he was like, "I don't." I don't want to be in history books. I don't want people to name a high school after me. I just want money. Yeah. I do this for the money. He's like a SoundCloud rapper. And they're like, (laughs) okay, but just why don't you go to space and check it out first before you say you don't care about space. Right. And space travel. And he's like, fine. And then he does go to space and he's like, wow, you're right. It's rad. I like to look at the earth from a distance. And then and then he sees the alien. Basically, the well, Riker does say something. He quotes himself to him. Oh yeah, like I do meditations uh, that are like that. Why does this happen? Uh, this is what I want to see. Okay, well I because we this keep fight. We, it's hard to do this because obviously we keep wanting to talk about storylines. I know, like, I know. We're going to continuously talk about storylines, but then there's another thing in between that I we know. have to cover, and it. And then if I press fast forward on CBS All Access for some reason, it fast forwards and then Im- and it then fucks plays automatically. Up. Let's just... It's almost as if we shouldn't just be doing this copyright free <laughs> watching let's see, experience. Let's see uh, Worf and Picard fight. I've never seen them like confront each other like that. Yeah, this was hard to watch. It was definitely mommy and daddy are fighting moment. So we're, they're all and arguing Picard about... And Picard looks so good in his... Like he has sported like... Five outfits in a man matter yeah. of like what four hours? Yeah, Picard has a walk-in closet situation in his quarters. Well, he saw how he changes. He's like civilian. To evacuate the ship now, <laughs> John Luke. If we destroy the ship, we destroy the Borg. Gotta stay and fight. Sir, we have lost the Enterprise. We should not sacrifice... We have not lost the Enterprise, Mr. Wolf. We are not going to lose the Enterprise. Not to the Borg, not while I'm in command. You have your orders. I must object to this course of action. The objection is noted. With all due respect, sir, I believe you are allowing your personal experience with the Borg to influence your judgment. You're afraid. Oh, he's going to call Worf a coward? Run away, you coward. John Luke. Kill you where you stand. Any other man? Get off my bridge. Riker. Data. Yeah. Jordy. Wow. Well, good luck killing Data. And Beverly's like, holy fuck. She did better. Yeah, it's than- weird that Beverly isn't the one that goes to talk to him. Dyson, Kaplan, start working on a way Wait, to modify the weapon system. Stupid. If we can get off this ship and then blow it up, let's do it. Once the captain's made up his mind, the discussion is over. He's sacrificing all those lives. She's like, uh, he's not my captain. Also, it's and really- And then he goes to do paint by numbers. Can I point out a weird uh, Beverly issue? Beverly fully disrespects Picard's orders all the time if Picard's orders are, don't save that person from dying. Right. If there's a person who has an injury that Beverly can treat, which I completely get from her perspective, she's like, look, there's so many diseases that come on board the ship that you need me to fix that I'm like, I am not allowed to understand for whatever reason from the writer's perspective. So every time somebody's sick and I can save them, I have to save them. That's do no harm. That's my thing. But so Picard's always like, leave that guy alone. And she always doesn't. But now he's like, we have to all die. (laughs) She's like, well, I guess we do. He said he said it. Look, blonde blonde crusher doesn't have as much gumption as redhead crusher. It's true. She's just like she's over it. I think she's yeah. just like fought him too many times. Yeah. Okay. I don't know Jack about the 24th century, but everybody out there thinks that staying here and fighting the Borg is suicide. They're just afraid to come in here and say it. The crew is accustomed to following my orders. 
They're probably accustomed to your orders making sense. None of them understand the Borg as I do. What is he doing? Is he like putting together a model? <laughs> I say that he's doing paint by numbers. He's going back to his. He's like, I'm. This calms me. What is that supposed to mean? He's knitting. <laughs> I'm working on my toy. Six years ago, they assimilated me into their collective. I had their cybernetic devices implanted throughout my body. I was linked to the hive mind. Ugh. Every trace of individuality erased. I was one of them. So you can imagine, my dear, I have a somewhat unique perspective on the board. Ooh, my dear is so dismissive. Yeah, it is. If you will excuse me, I have work to do. I don't know if it's like you little girl or like you 21st century person. <laughs> I always so Or like you young you know, young woman. Actually, in 2020, it's not okay to talk to people from the past in a derogatory way. No oh, really? Yeah, you can't say pasties. <laughs> okay. The Borg you believe me. You, you're a little pasty. And now you're going to hurt them back. In my century, we don't succumb to revenge. Uh, okay. It's not a thing. Bullshit. Yep. I saw the look on your face when you shot those Borg on the holodeck. You were almost enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, come yeah. on, Captain. You're not the first man to get a thrill from murdering someone. I see it all the time. Get out! Or what? You'll kill me? Like you killed Ensign Lynch? There was no way to save him. You didn't even try. Where was your impulse? She walked to that Viola Davis could run. Time for this. Oh, hey. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your little quest. Captain Ahab has to go hunt his whale. That's right. Literary reference. Books in the, 24th the ultimate Picard, the ultimate Picard hook <laughs> dunk. Liar. This is about saving the future of humanity. Jean-Luc, blow up the damn ship! No! No! <laughs> I love this. Uh-oh. Weirdly slow motion. The ship falls, the yeah, tiny yeah. little gold ship falls off the... They oh. must have done that so many times. They're like, fuck, it's just not gonna fall. Can you bring another sugar glass? <laughs> We have two more, just FYI. Too many compromises already. Too many retreats. They invade our space, and we fall back. They assimilate entire worlds, and we fall back. Not again. This is me about men. This far, no farther. I will make them pay for what they've done. Ah, okay. Okay, dude. Cool. Can I have one shuttle, please? Yeah. And I will wear seven new red shirts <laughs> while I do it. I'm gonna put on my revenge shirt. This is when wearing the different <laughs> shirts. Broke your little ships. No, I didn't. He's so good. And he piled on the whale's white helm a summer I need to learn some quotes by memory just so I can do stuff like dramatic moments like this. Yeah, it would be great. It's actually if his chest would have been a mortar, but what if she was like, Yeah, I know, but you misquoted it. Hunting the white whale that crippled him. His quest for vengeance. But in the end, it destroyed him and his ship. I would say immigrants are the white whale of the white working middle class. Right. If I had to say something really quickly in the moment that they're not talking, which I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he d- your deep lays takes down there. his gun. There's two seconds of silence. Alice. Uh, so Lily and I talked, and uh, to evacuate the enterprise. Yep. Woo! A little bit. Beverly's like, really? Who is this bitch? 
thinks per new guy. <laughs> she thinks Lily's a guy. And so I thought they were going to make more of a meal out of Star the Wars-y. fact that the that Riker and Jordy are in this other ship flying by the Enterprise, which is about to self-destruct. Mm-hmm. Because they fly right past it. And they're like, there she is. Wave. It, everything's chill up there. We can't talk to them. Right. We just assume it's great. Right. And that's it. They're in a different movie. They're, they're having a, totally a black, different. They're movie. in like um. What do you call this? Yeah, they're in um. What is that? Tom Cruise pilot movie? Yeah, Top Gun. They're in Top Gun right now. They're in. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're in First Man. <laughs> they're <laughs> right now, <laughs> and they're like, "This is awesome." The three of Meanwhile, them are a- Sigourney Weavers over there. Yeah, she's like oh, some else is going on over here. There's a triple alien kind of deal, and then these guys are like at Astroing and. Uh, and they are successful. That's the whole plot line here. Nothing goes wrong. Everything works out. Really, honestly, no need to cover this other plot line. I don't. Two. Two. One. Potato. Now, Woo-hoo. stuff comes up, super phallic, yada, yada, yada. They're having a great time. Um, uh, this but. We do have a confrontation aboard the ship still, and it's because while Picard has decided to evacuate the ship, uh-huh, he uh-huh. realized that Data is still chill, is still like He's chilling. He's a sex slave on the ship. Stay out of history's way. Well, good luck to both of us. Hold up. You're not leaving, are you? God, she really should be a space traveler. Yeah. She's great. So great. There is someone still on this ship. You know what I would add to a new Star Trek show? <laughs> Veronica winked at me for some reason. You don't need to wink. It's not a secret. Uh, you can tell Danny. You can add a character that's like, Someone who got stranded in the future from the past, mm-hmm. from just like where we're at right now. Yeah. Just being there in the future. Oh, it's great. Just well, that's like a little Futurama a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's fry. The, the, but a better fry. Also, I also think a missed opportunity on this in this movie is Alfred Woodard's character is essentially an engineer of her time. And Jordy is an engineer of the future. And they should be hanging out. They should have not been talking about statues, but about like... about. Titanium yeah. and stuff like that. But because it would really help. I mean, maybe it actually would be bad for the future because you're not supposed to destroy the timeline by giving right, right, right. all sorts of information. Um, so Picard goes looking for uh, for data for his buddy. And he's like, buddy, is my buddy here? <laughs> Just looking for my buddy. Did they ever mention Borg Queen before this moment? No, she was a secret person. And I was I think the that's correct. Person of the boy collective. I have I like to talk about flesh. <laughs> My thing is flesh. Lock you too. I definitely she is for sure also making music. I went to like a yeah. Isn't this familiar? Yeah, it it, it, it is familiar. It reminds me of the um, an indoor roller coaster I did in Vienna that looked like a like a, yes, it like is familiar. Eastern Europe. It reminds me of a a roller coaster I did in Vienna once, like an there Eastern like, European sort of like yeah. steampunk. They had uh, theme park smoke I went machines to. and like techno and blasting. Full. There was volumes it, it was the music was loud like it's loud in here but there's no beat like but it was a beat show. imagine that and that's sort of what it reminds me of yeah so yes it does so, yeah. it is evocative to me is i don't know if that's what of you're that asking or not but i that cost me if four i had euros. to come up with something it would be that such fragile things how could I- you get me so quickly flashback we were very close you and i you can still hear our song See? Music. Yes, sir. I remember you. You were there all the time. Who would have known <laughs> that a that book ship. like me 
would have entered my organs with without infection. Don't you dare. We're so missing Bjork the entire time. This is what I've been so missing. So this is her, 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 she's like, um, basically, this is the justification for why they needed a locutus that I actually think is satisfying. They needed a locutus because they have a Borg queen and they needed a Borg. And she was like, now, I need a buddy. Now we know. Now we know why he had a, per- a personal name. Yeah. And because he was like this they were messenger person. Dating. Yeah. And now she's basically, he's come to save data and she's like, remember me we were fucking and he's like oh fuck i do remember we were fucking and then he's like she's like guess what i got a new boyfriend when picard walked in data uh, the board queen was like summer after high school when we first met (laughs) (laughs) he's like one that got away he's not the one you want are you such a good r&b song he's not the one you want This is so great. I had to give myself freely to the Borg. To you. You flatter yourself. I've overseen the assimilation of countless millions. You were no different. You're lying. You wanted more than just another Borg drone. You wanted a human being with a mind of his own who could bridge the gulf between humanity and the Borg. You wanted a counterpart. But I resisted. I fought you. You can't begin to imagine the life you denied yourself. See this dead gray skin that's always sweaty? You could have had that. (laughs) Acutus could still be with you, just in the way you wanted. And equal. Let Data go, and I will take my place at your side, willingly without any resistance. What is that? This is the song that he's gonna sing. (laughs) Perfect. We will add your distinctiveness to our own. Welcome home, Locutus. Data, you're free to go. Data's like, but. Data, go. No. Ooh. I do not wish to go. As you can see, I have already found an equal. See this? Data, deactivate the self-destruct sequence. Data, no, don't do it. The goddamn Borg is mine. She's mine. She's mine, 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 mine. She's mine. That's what they're singing. Him and Data. You can't hear it in the movie. The goddamn Borg is mine. There was this whole sequence that was cut where they're like, and I know that you just woke up from the portals in your head and she gave you flesh upon your face and a little bit on your arm, but she's mine. Boop, 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 The Borg Queen, she is mine. She's mine. So and he- she's mine, 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 mine. <laughs> he gives her full command of the Enterprise. So she- I'm just letting you go through it. Through your moment. Data, listen to me. Oh. Oh. Destruct sequence deactivated. So, Brett Spiner. Encryption codes and give me computer control. Data. Data. Look at his hair. His hair on the right. He's a phantom of the opera. His normal hair. (laughs) It's not data hair anymore. So they wait. It's like a wavy. We'll make an excellent drone. So, Data's hair. So they part of Data's makeup for this scene is that they just didn't have him wear makeup on the right side of his face. Like but the, why start the changing the face to another face if you don't have the full parts, right? Like why do, would you just slice one chunk? Of face? Where does where do they get that face? It looks just like Data. No, I hate that. And then they gave him hair. Regular human hair, I guess, because it's all fluffy. Someone was like, oh, the side of your skin should, your hair should match your like side of your skin. Stylist. 
Someone was like, you need two curls like, here. Who is the Borg? You need product. Like, the excellent Borg plastic surgeon. He's like, I am seven of nine. <laughs> and you. I am highly sought after. And you need In product. Beverly Hills. <laughs> of space. You know, Chaz Dean. I got you an appointment. Oh, you, God. You got to realize it takes seven to ten light years to get an appointment, but I got you right in because the Borg Queen is my other client. They just like, I'm not ready. <laughs> Where'd they get that eyebrow, too? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, buddy. That Borg seemed mad, which doesn't track. Plasma injectors are online. And back in their back own on fantasy. first, man. Everything's going great. I think we're ready. Yep. No we problems here. Right now. We've got to break the warp barrier in the next five minutes if we're going to get their attention. Nasals are charged and ready. Let's do it. They do it. They're dorks. They're just like, he should engage. <laughs> yeah. So they fly out into space and uh, everything's fine again. And so they don't see the, the Enterprise get destroyed. No, because it doesn't while they're up there. Right. Um, because eventually uh, Picard gets his wish to not destroy the Enterprise, which is sort of, I feel like a little bit of a cop out. Like he was wrong to want to save the Enterprise, but they gave it to him anyway. Because what happens is that what happened? they here? decide to shoot the ship. That's the reason the ship is passing. That's the reason... Um, Dr. Sam Cromwell's rocket ship is passing the Enterprise so that the Borg have an excuse to destroy it. And Picard's like, oh, fuck, they're going to destroy my friend's ship and they're going to ruin first contact. And then Data does it. She, like, orders Data to shoot some torpedoes at it and he deliberately misses. And then that's when... That's when uh, the Borg Queen realizes that Data actually wasn't assimilated. Right. Which is never truly explained. And Picard's seventh shirt is actually a tank. <laughs> it's a tank. <laughs> and his arms are amazing. This calls for a cornflower blue wife beater. <laughs> and uh, deep, deep uh, armholes. Deep armholes. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the 90s. It's good. This is juicy. It is, uh, again... Thirst contact. So he finds data because the cool thing that data does is he like releases a bunch of plasma from the core, I guess. And then it floods the plasma juice, like floods the ship. And so Picard escapes it by hanging onto some ropes and doing some sexy pull ups. And then all the flesh that touches the plasma juice gets evaporated like in a Batman movie. And then so Data's new flesh gets evaporated because he falls into it by attacking right, the right, Borg right. Queen. That's how she gets destroyed. Perfect. Um, thank you. Frankly, this looks better than that like weird skin tone. He was reddish. It did True. not look healthy. I was tempted by her offer. This is them. How long a time? 0.68 seconds. Essentially, th what this is, is like women going to fuck you up. For an android, that is nearly an eternity. Does he have no eye now? Well, they don't fix his eye at the end of the movie. Okay. So he could have just looked like this for the rest of Star Trek, but Captain he didn't. Lord, April 5th, 2063. It's got to be more annoying. The Phoenix was a success. Again. The alien ship detected the warp signature and is on its way to rendezvous with history. They're like, oh, one ship with one man uh, broke warp speed? Let's just land on Earth where all the other civilians are like. <laughs> right. And that guy, hopefully, he's there, thank God. All right, sound engineers so um there is a there is a way to read this movie that like is gendered like where basically the borg the whole time was a woman yeah and therefore it's truly evil because women as we all know cannot be trusted mm -hmm. they are duplicitous and they want to suck you into their vaginal traps yep and, 
And that's what I did. That's what she was. That's it my wasn't plan. Like she that's was just, my ultimate. It wasn't like she was just a evil lady who was like, I want to assimilate everybody. She was like, I want to do it. She was with my sexuality. A lady. Of course. Yeah. It had to be a sexy lady. She was and, not an evil lady. She was just a lady. Right. Exactly. Because the, the underlying premise here is that all women at the end of the day, when they get too much power, want to fuck their way to uh, ruining the world. Right. <laughs> and to assimilate as many people as they can into their colonies. That's what I'm doing with my boyfriend, through their, husband, etc. Through. So you're admitting it openly. Yep. Okay. Uh, and uh, I think that's... So then the Vulcans land, and then Cochrane is like, oh. There they are. Bunch of Vulcans. And they should gets, do that. He gets to meet them. If the Vulcans are out there, they should do that now. <laughs> That's what we were saying last episode. I mean, earlier in the same episode. They should, they, they gotta. This is my open, open. hear my plea. This is your my Jodie F- Foster moment. If this my podcast is going out, and we do ship a container of this podcast into space every time we do, <laughs> every time we release it on the internet. Oh, there's like a hundred little containers on, in space currently. Of... It's actually pretty wasteful but and costly, to be honest. But we do it because we want the Vulcans to land. So they can come down with their hot, sexy robes and raise their hands and say, Live long and prosper. And so he does the same hand movement. I'm, do, I'm doing it. It's hard to get my two fingers apart like that. <laughs> he can't do it. Cool. I love these vintage Vulcans. They might be my favorite. And vintage humans, too. Like, they're all just about the, the fake fur coats. Riker Enterprise. Stand by to beam us up. So then the, the ending is so dumb. You gotta go. You gotta go. Bye. Oh, okay. okay, bye. I would not want to land 400 years in the future. No, thanks. Really? Now, this is some weird, like, proto-romantic gaslighting. Like, are you a thing or not? They do this so much in Star Trek and in movies in general. They're not. Like, with the... Why was that romantic? He wouldn't have done that with a guy. (laughs) Right. And she was holding the other guy's hand, so she yeah. clearly has like a wide daddy issue. <laughs> Report: The moon's gravitational field obscured our warp signature. The Vulcans did not detect this. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, that wraps it up. Everybody's fine. They go back in time. This is way better than the first movie. The first True. movie was like not okay. Oh, look at Data. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Again, they did not fix his eye. So, uh, yeah, they go to the future again, and they're like, "Well, we fixed it." And does that mean they stopped the Borg for all eternity? We don't know. But we do know that this time... Well, the Queen Mother is dead. It's true. Isn't isn't she like the first computer? Yeah, so they traveled back in space. And so did the Borg never start? Yeah, interesting. I don't know. Yeah, they destroyed her in the past, so she got fucked. Well, I guess if they destroy her in the past or in the future, doesn't matter, just because she's just the main bitch. Aliens come back down and make first contact, but and the I first thing like, you're gonna do is get them drunk. But I feel like there's still Borg in the f- fucking yeah, because they were trying to communicate with the Borg in the other timeline. So I think there's still Borgs. They might get destroyed entirely. No, because the queen destroy them in the past gets destroyed. Right? Wouldn't they just get destroyed if she went to the past already? Hmm. I don't know. Questions for another so day. Many, too many questions. Too many questions for another day. Um, Background information. But we do know that women are evil and uh, that Picard has a lot more outfits than we previously thought. And that was kind of the big reveal, which I'm honestly here for it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good movie. Good job uh, with Riker directing, except for the drunk scene um, with Martina Suris. And uh, yeah. Thank you. Marina Suris. You did one of those um, dyslexia things. Yeah, I do it all the time. <laughs> I also locked myself out of my house. 
Yeah. All right, Alice. Poor boop. I hope you get in. Thank you guys for being here. This is the show I'd listen to. Yeah. My own voice and Veronica's. It's pretty amazing. Um, good night. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Beep, <coughs> beep,